Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Jenna. I'm really excited to be here today. I am taking over the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about what's new on Amazon. I'm going to be taking a look past our last what's new on Amazon's from the last month. Going to give you guys a few updates on a few strategies I've talked about in the past and talk to you about what we currently have going on here at Turnkey. So a few updates that I have. So the first one I want to talk about is the Amazon IP Accelerator. Um, so this is a program that I've definitely chatted with you guys about a little bit in the past. Um, but it's something I wanted to bring up because we had some really cool updates on that uh, earlier this month. So we had one of our clients go ahead and go into the Amazon IP Accelerator program. They've been struggling with their trademark, hasn't been going super well. Um, but what they decided to do was to regroup and go ahead and take it over to the Amazon's IP Accelerator. Now, for those of you that do not remember, the Amazon IP Accelerator is essentially Amazon's group of IP lawyers that they have already vetted um, that will essentially go ahead and help you with your intellectual property needs, right? So obviously everyone knows the main intellectual property need that is needed for Amazon is getting your trademark, right? Because once you get your trademark, you get brand registry. So like I said, we had a client that went ahead and went through the Amazon IP accelerator process and the lawyer went ahead and filed their trademark. And within about a week or so or two weeks or so, that client actually already had access to some of the brand registry tools like A plus content and video on the listing. So like I said, they do not have their trademark yet, all they had to do is file it, and because they used the Amazon's IP accelerator lawyers that were vetted and already approved by Amazon, that automatically gave them an opportunity to become brand registered a little bit early, which is really, really cool. So if you have still been on the fence about this, or maybe you're going back and forth with another IP lawyer or different things like that, I highly recommend that you take the time to go ahead and try out or at least look into the IP Accelerator program. We have heard really good things about it, especially because it gets you that early access into brand registry, which we all know is huge when it comes to being successful on Amazon. Now, another big update that I have for you guys is an update about Amazon Vine. So as a reminder for what Amazon Vine is, Amazon Vine is a review strategy that Amazon added to Seller Central for Amazon sellers to use. Now, Amazon Vine is something that has been a part of Amazon for a really long time, but it was only available to vendors using Vendor Central. So this is a tool that was recently added to Seller Central, and essentially what you're able to do with it, if you are brand registered, is you are able to get up to 30 reviews on products that have less than 30 reviews. So um, as soon as we got an opportunity to use this program, as soon as we got this approved, everything like that, um, we went ahead and obviously enrolled products that were in need of reviews. And one really cool update I have for you is we enrolled a product about two weeks ago, maybe a little over two weeks now at this point, and it already has almost 10 reviews from the Amazon Vine program, right? So that's huge. A, pro a product that was struggling to get reviews now 
has the reviews, which is killer. And what's also exciting about it, and this was actually something a lot of people were concerned about when it came to Amazon Vine, because people were comparing Amazon's Vine voices to, I want to say like restaurant critics would be the best way to explain it. Um, but basically people were saying that Amazon Vine voices left harsher reviews because they felt like it was their duty to leave a super critical review. Um, all I can say is we have not personally seen that. We've gotten good reviews from this program thus far. Um, now, now, just because I'm saying that doesn't mean that those other reports might not be valid. Um, but right now, we personally are not seeing that. So that's one really quick update I have for you guys about Amazon Vine. So if you have not enrolled Amazon or enrolled your products into Amazon Vine, I highly suggest you do. Uh, right now, Amazon Vine is free. It is February 2020, so I don't want to misspeak. If you know down the line, it's not free. But that's what I'm trying to say is, you guys, it could cost money down the line. Back when it was part of Vendor Central, it was a very, very expensive program. So right now, because it is free, because they're not charging a fee, you need to take advantage of it as soon as possible. Big, big, big deal. Now the next thing I wanna talk about is Helium 10 Gems. So Helium 10 Gems is essentially a super URL generator that is amazing. It really just simplifies the super URL process. So not like super URLs were ever very challenging to create, but this really just makes it super simple, gives you options, different, different things that you wouldn't be able to do if you were just creating a super URL by yourself. So Helium 10 Gems, it's actually free, so super exciting. And essentially what our team is using Helium 10 Gems for is for ranking strategies as well as launching strategies. So essentially creating these super URLs, we're able to blast these out to our external audiences like email lists, social media, um, you know, just diff obviously different social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those other ones. We're able to do that. We're able to do external ads. So many places you can put these super URLs as long as you have the assets for it, right? So what's really great about that is we can do that for our ranking purposes. So we actually do track our keywords within Helium 10. Now that is not a free software, but I highly recommend you use it. Where basically we track how we are doing keyword wise on specific keywords. So for ranking reasons, our team will put together specific super URLs to help specific keywords that we're not ranking on or doing as well as we could be on, right? So that's the ranking aspect of it is we'll create super URLs using Helium 10 Gems to specifically target keywords where we could be doing better on or we're trying to get to page one, things like that. Now, how do we use this for a launching strategy? So obviously when you're launching on Amazon, it's not as easy it used to be, right? You know, a long time ago, people would be able to just give away hundreds of units and boom, they're on page one. They can have their mom leave a review and all as well. That's not how it works anymore. That's why we honestly brought in Helium 10 Gems was to help with the ranking portion of launching on Amazon. Now launching on Amazon's a big deal, right? It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. So that's why our team likes to have that extra push from Helium 10 Gems super URLs. Now when it comes to picking the given keywords to go after, we will use the keyword ranking um, tracker within, uh, within Helium 10. We'll also use their keyword research tool just to see which keywords are doing the best, which ones are worth going after, which ones have the higher search frequency, all of that good stuff. So Helium 10 really kind of incorporates all of that, which is really cool. Now, here are a few of the super URLs that are options. So there's two-step via brand URL where you basically will target specific keywords 
when sending customers to Amazon by restricting products by brand and keywords. So you'll be able to restrict it to your brand and the given keyword. You can do a hidden keyword URL where basically it's gonna target a specific keyword, sending customers to Amazon by restricting products using an ASIN as a hidden keyword. Um, you're also able to do an add to cart URL. That's our favorite one, where basically the customer will click on the URL and it will automatically add the product to your cart. Uh, buy together URLs, so if you are in a situation where you have multiple products, this is a really great one for you, where you can use this URL to send traffic to a cart page that will combine two or more products. So especially if you are launching maybe, who knows, like just a variation of one product, or maybe you're launching a whole brand or a whole line of products, this is a really great one just to make sure that all of those products are getting that attention. Now, going away from super URLs, all of that, our team is also, you know, heavily involved with Amazon's PPC. So one thing that our PPC team is absolutely loving right now is dynamic bidding. So dynamic bidding essentially is there to help sellers make stronger decisions when it comes to managing their Amazon PPC campaigns. Basically, it let, lets you dynamically adjust your keyword bids based on where your ads will show up. Basically how it works is you are able to have more control now on how much money you are willing to spend given the placement that Amazon is willing to reward you. That's kind of the best way to explain it. So there are three different placements. There's top of search, product pages, and rest of search. So top of search is the placement, it's the first two or three listings displayed when someone's making an Amazon search, right? So you'll go ahead and see at the very, very top. Product pages is when someone makes a search on Amazon then clicks on a product listing and your ads will be displayed on that actual listing, right? So that's product pages. And then rest of search is the placements when your listing is displayed lower amongst the search results and different things like that. So essentially what dynamic bidding allows you to do is it allows you to have more control over it. Basically, you can tell Amazon, hey, if you're going to give me top of search, I'm willing to spend X more, whatever that might be. Basically what you're able to say is, you know, you wanna take a look in the placements tab located in your Amazon's campaigns. Um, and basically what you're looking for is which ones are you doing the best on. So from what we've seen, it's pretty consistent. Everyone's conversions are gonna be better for top of search just because you're showing up top of search, right? Those are the best placements on Amazon for ads. Um, but it is still important to pay attention. So you are able to see how you are converting based on those three different placements. And based off of that, you should be adjusting your bids, right? The way you basically are able to do it is let's say your bid is show, or I'm sorry, your conversions are showing top of search is the number one placement for you. You are doing the best when your ads are running right there. So essentially what you can tell Amazon is I am willing to spend 100% more on that given bid if it means I'm going to win the top of search placement. So basically you're able to give Amazon a certain percentage that they can play with to get you the top of search, right? Quite honestly, this, this is amazing in the sense that it's going to give you just more opportunities. It's going to give you more control over Amazon PPC. Um, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, just a really great way for you to kind of step up your PPC game. Now, a lot of people have been asking us, you know, like, oh, like if I had already set up my ads, things like that, you're going to want to go in and adjust that to dynamic bidding. Another fun topic is requesting a review, right? Which is something we talked about, you know, a while ago about how now within each order ID, 
there's a request a review button that you can press that will allow you to request a review from each customer one time. Now, request a review button honestly has become pretty crucial for a few reasons, right? You know, autoresponders, which I'm actually gonna talk about next, um, but autoresponders have become a little complex. There's a lot of rules right now with, um, with autoresponders and different things like that. And then in addition to that, like even before this last winter, you know, Amazon, really has been shutting down autoresponders, not, you know, they're letting people opt out of autoresponders. You can't say certain things in autoresponders. It's, it's just getting a little strict. So honestly, we have seen that autoresponders aren't as effective as they used to be. So that's why requesting a review has become so crucial. So like I said, request a review is a button that is located within your order details. So within each order that is placed on Amazon, you will have a request a review button for that customer. So what's really interesting about this is like you literally have to click into each order ID or not, yeah, order, order ID to see the request review button. So a lot of people were concerned. They're just like, this is a really manual long process. How do I know if I even clicked this person before? Well, first of all, Amazon won't let you do it two times, so you don't have to worry about that. But you know, it is, it's hard to keep track, right? So what's really cool and really exciting is a few, few things have come up. So Amazon now is letting you do this with bulk movements. So you're able to bulk request a review from given customers. So you're set there. But also our friends over at Jungle Scout added this onto their existing um, extension. So for those of you that are not using Jungle Scout, you are totally missing out. Jungle Scout has amazing tools from product research, keyword research, different things like that. But this is also just another tool that you can add to just how awesome Jungle Scout is. So essentially how it works is you, when you become a Jungle Scout member, you do download their Chrome extension and it's going to be like this little JS up in the upper right hand corner of your Chrome toolbar, right? So basically what you have to do is you'll log into Seller Central, you're going to go to your orders page, and then once you're in your orders page, you're going to go to manage orders and then click on the JS button um, within your Chrome toolbar. You're then going to be asked to give additional permissions and then your orders page will reload and new orange buttons will appear along with the other uh, order buttons that are within Amazon Seller Central. Essentially what you're gonna be able to do is you're going to be able to press request reviews on all pages. So that means every single request a review that is available for you to do is going to be done in one sweep. So I think this is much more efficient than Amazon's bulk press pressing the request a review button um, but you can always contest that out so if you're already a jungle scout user this is something super easy for you guys to just test out and see if it's something you want to add now one thing i will say is you want to make sure you are doing this uni like in uniform right you want to make sure it's getting done so one thing i would recommend is that you do have a task or you have a way, maybe within your Google calendars or whatever, I know everyone does everything differently, um, but what I would recommend you do is if you have a tasking software like Asana, like our team uses, um, I would recommend that you have a weekly to bi-weekly task that reminds you to press request a review um, for a given, um, for that given week or two. That way you don't forget to request a review, you don't miss out on an opportunity to take advantage of the request a review button on an, a given order, right? That's request a review, Jungle Scout has done a really great job with that, so highly recommend that you check that out. Now, the last thing I wanna talk about is autoresponders, which, you know, 
super fun topic. But basically with autoresponders, what you, you know, have noticed is they aren't as effective, right? Um, and because they're not the most effective thing out there, we want to make sure they're not putting you at risk or putting your business at risk for terms of service, right? So just to refresh everybody, back in December 2019, Amazon came out with a list of rules for autoresponders, right? They essentially said that you no longer can do X, Y, and Z. Um, so you cannot include any links. That's always been a rule. I hope you've never done that. Don't try to sneak it in. Amazon scrapes those autoresponders. You not, cannot include Amazon links. You cannot include marketing messages or promotions, logos that have links within them, promotions for additional products, so no cross-sellings allowed. You can ask a customer for a review, but you can't ask specifically for a positive review, so no longer can use five-star happy language, unfortunately. Um, you cannot have the word important in the subject line because that's considered clickbait now where you're just trying to get them to click into it. Um, you cannot ask for the same review repeatedly and you can no longer attach a given attachment more than once, only one time to complete the actual order. So the one I want to focus on right now, that one rule I want to focus on right now is not attaching Amazon links in your autoresponders. So this rule was something that our team personally, we struggled with for a little bit where we were like back and forth about it because quite honestly, all of the autoresponder softwares that we use every single day and for reference, our, I mean, our team works across a ton of different brands. So therefore we work across a ton of different autoresponder softwares. Um, not one removed the uh, coding for asking for an Amazon review, not one. All of them left that option to add in asking for a review, which is technically an Amazon link, right? So we took that as, okay, it must not be against the rules. They're all doing it. But the more you read in the language, the more it does seem that we really aren't supposed to be attaching the Amazon reviews link. So, um, you know, why this got brought to our attention is we actually, um, we do have a contact, a friend that basically said, yeah, guys, like I got suspended. My, my autoresponders got suspended, not, not full suspended, just autoresponders suspended um, because I had links in there. So our team took a look at it. We talked to Manage by Stats. We talked to Feedback Genius. We talked to all the big dogs within um, within the space, and and they basically said, as a seller, you have to make your own stance on it. What you how you're reading it, right? So to play it safe, our team has decided to go with the conservative approach, and we are asking for a review. We cut it down to only two autoresponders, and we are asking for a review but we are doing so manually. So we are no longer saying, okay, click this link and go leave a review. We are no longer doing that. Amazon said we cannot have links to detail pages, things like that. So the way we read that is you cannot be attaching links and everything like that, just regardless of what links is going on. So here's how we are manually asking for reviews. So if you have not already left a review on your experience with us and our products, we would love to hear about your experience. Simply head over to Amazon and log into your account. Tap on the menu bars in the top left corner, then click on your orders. Tap on the product that you recently ordered and then click write a review. So the reason why our team honestly has decided to take this conservative approach is we feel autoresponders, obviously they're still important, right? They're a way for you to communicate with your customers. They're a way for the customers to reach out directly to you if there's a customer service issue. So to me, they are still very much a valid piece of the Amazon game but they are not worth you risking breaking Amazon's terms of service. So my advice to all of you guys, 
would be read Amazon's terms of service on this issue and make up your own decision on what you think is best. Our team went with the conservative approach to decide, you know what, it's not worth linking the, um, it's not worth linking the Amazon review links in there just based on, you know, people we know within the space that have said that they've had issues with it. Um, I would also recommend that you take the time to reach out to your autoresponder software. Um, you know, see if they have another answer for you that maybe they can give us and that's okay. Um, you know, so reach out to them, talk to them, you know, it, and they are there for you. We talk to the autoresponder softwares all the time, super normal. So reach out to them, ask them what their stance on it is. And, you know, I'm sure as, you know, time passes by, there will be more of a, straight answer onto what you can and can't do. But for now, our team is taking that conservative approach and no longer including the review link within our autoresponders. Now to wrap up just this podcast for you guys, this little um, update, um, I wanna definitely go through a summary of what we talked about. So we talked about that IP accelerator update, super exciting stuff. If you have not gotten the opportunity to get your trademark in motion, you have to be reaching out to the IP accelerator program because not only are they gonna get your trademark in motion, but they also are going to get it so that you can get brand registry sooner rather than later. Um, we also gave you an Amazon Vine update where we are seeing huge results on those reviews. Only two weeks in, almost have 10 reviews, which is a big deal for a product that was struggling and was not getting reviews. So it is quite the adjustment. I recommend that you guys take advantage of Amazon Vine sooner rather than later because who knows when it will be gone, right? Now, away from all those updates, we went over Helium 10 Gems, how that's such an amazing ranking strategy as well as a launching strategy. So I highly recommend you reach out to, not reach out, but check out Helium 10 Gems. It's a great little software, it's free, and there's just so many different things that you can be doing with it. Now, we also talked about the request a review through Jungle Scout's Chrome extension, really simplifies the process. So if you are a Jungle Scout member, highly recommend you take advantage of that and try that out. It really, really makes it so simple. Um, in addition to that, we talked about dynamic bidding. Dynamic bidding really gives you the power to have just more control over your ads, giving you that placement flexibility with top of search, product pages, and rest of search. Now, last thing I talked about was the autoresponders, super fun topic, but something you should definitely be paying attention to. So definitely revisit those terms of service rules for autoresponders and make your own decision about it. But other than that, that's all I have today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.